Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the One Year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is September 10th, and our reading comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Now, if you remember the context, Paul is having this conflict with the Judaizers in the Corinthian church. It's a group of people who've come in and said, yeah, you can believe in Jesus, but you still have to follow the Jewish law and customs. And really, they're trying to take advantage of this church. And Paul's been defending himself and, more importantly, defending the gospel. Well, one of the things that they said about Paul is that he wasn't very impressive. He wasn't a great speaker. He was kind of soft-spoken. You know, he wasn't very authoritative. And they're using that as a way of attacking Paul's uh, credibility with the church. And so in this passage, Paul begins to say, well, let me tell you what I've done to serve the Lord and to serve this church. 2 Corinthians chapter 11 beginning in verse 20. Listen to what Paul says. He says, you put up with someone who enslaves you, takes everything you have, takes advantage of you, takes control of everything, and then slaps you in the face. I'm ashamed to say that we've been too weak to do that. In other words, these Judaizers have come over and they're trying to take control of the church. They're bossing you around. They're taking advantage of you. They're using you and then accusing me of being weak. And basically Paul says, well, they're right. I'm too weak to abuse you. And then watch what he says next. But whatever they dare to boast about, I'm talking like a fool again, but I can boast about it too. Are they Hebrews? so am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they descendants of Abraham? So am I. Are they servants of Christ? I know I sound like a madman, but I have served him far more and I've worked harder. I've been put in prison more often, been whipped times without number, faced death again and again. Five different times the Jewish leaders gave me 39 lashes. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. Once I spent a whole night and day adrift at sea. I have traveled on many long journeys. I have faced dangers from rivers and robbers. I have faced danger from my own people, the Jews, as well as the Gentiles. I have faced danger in the city and in the desert and on the sea. And I've faced danger from men who claim to be believers, but obviously are not. I have worked hard and long, enduring many sleepless nights. I have been hungry and thirsty and have often gone without food. I have shivered in the cold without enough clothing to keep me warm. Then, Besides all this, I have the daily burden of my concern for all the churches, and those are the churches that he planted. Verse 29, who is weak without my feeling that weakness? Who is led astray? And I don't burn with anger. In other words, when anyone in the church is weak, he felt their weakness. When anyone in the church is led astray, oh, he was angry because he was so concerned about the condition of their soul. Verse 30, if I must boast... I'd rather boast about the things that show how weak I am. God, the Father of our Lord Jesus, who is worthy of eternal praise, knows I am not 
lying. Wow. What a resume, right? In other words, Paul is saying, look at what I have done in order to serve you. Look what I have suffered. Look at the cost I have paid in order to serve and be a blessing to you. That's certainly not true for these Judaizers. They're bossing everyone around. They're taking advantage. They're slapping you in the face, disrespecting you. And yet, you're questioning my credibility. Listen, my credibility is not seen in my strength, in my power, in my glory. My credibility is seen in my weakness, in my humility, in my sacrifice. Again, just like the Lord Jesus. You know what people would say about Jesus? He wasn't that impressive. He didn't have a lot of power. He didn't have a lot of money. He didn't have a YouTube channel, right? Jesus' glory is seen in his humility, in his service, in his sacrifice, and his power, in his suffering to rise again. And in the very same way, Paul says, basically, I have died, but the power of Christ has risen me from the dead, allowed me to live and serve and be a blessing to you. And it's basically his way of saying, so you look at my resume and you look at their resume and you decide for yourself. You know, Paul, I'm sure, was not a perfect man, but Paul gave his life to serve this church. Man, what a blessing. It reminds me of Dr. Bennett and You know, Dr. Bennett gave me the last 20 years of his life. And Dr. Bennett, like every man, had some quirks and some things that were challenging to live with and some ways about him, some habits. He was demanding. But Dr. Bennett spent the last 20 years of his life just loving me, serving me, blessing me, helping me every way he could. When I was with Dr. Bennett, he usually gave me some money. About once a month for the first 16, 17 years of our relationship, he would drive to Greensboro in his 90s. He'd jump in his car and drive to Greensboro just to spend two or three days hanging out with me. Everywhere he went, he told people about Definition Church and what God was doing here, trying to promote me even at his own expense. I mean, Dr. Bennett just served and sacrificed and gave, 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 gave. So despite his imperfection, what was obvious is this man loves me like no man ever has. And that's exactly what Paul is saying to this church. Saying, listen, y'all are like my kids. And when y'all suffer, I suffer. When somebody leads you astray, I am ready to fight. Why? Because I'm your father, and I have sacrificed greatly to bring you to gospel, to lead you into a life-given relationship with Jesus. Now, don't you dare turn away from faith and get bogged down again in religion. Jesus came to give you abundant life. And I would just say the same thing to you. Jesus came to give you life, a beautiful relationship. Don't settle for religion and a little routine and coming to church occasionally when you can literally walk with God and be transformed by the power of the gospel, the word of God, the truth of the scripture. Come on, let's open our hearts and allow God to exceed our expectations. We can trust him. Let me pray for you. Father, we thank you for Jesus, 
who sacrificed so much so that we could have a relationship with you. We thank you for the Apostle Paul and so many others who have gone before us and sacrificed so much to get the gospel out so that now, 2,000 years later, we've heard of Jesus and we're learning to walk with him. God, I pray that we'd never settle for religion, never settle for a routine, never settle for a little church. God, we want to walk with you and to be transformed by your presence and your grace and your power. Lord, we open our hearts to you today. We ask you to fill us, produce your life and character in us. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Well, thanks for being with me today. hope that encourages you. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.